welcome to another episode of Live a Little, where we talk about wellness, fitness, and mental health. I'm your host, Allison, a health blogger and fitness enthusiast, and I'm here to help guide you toward your most fulfilling life. Join the Live a Little Collective and let's grow together. Hello, my sweets. I hope you're all doing well and feeling well and having a good week. My week has been great for what feels like the first time in a while. My husband's birthday was on Tuesday and he is lucky enough to work for a company that gives everyone their birthday off. So on top of his normal Mondays off, I got to spend Sunday through Tuesday with him and that was really nice. It was nice to have him around to annoy for an extra day this week. So today I wanted to talk about something that's been a frequent topic of conversation lately, and that's seasonal depression, which feels weird to talk about today considering it's sunny and 70 degrees here in Des Moines, but hey, we're ahead of the curve. But I wanted to do an update of a blog post I wrote last year on the topic and also cover it here because I know it's something that a lot of us are either already dealing with or may start to as the winter months roll in. And even if you've never experienced it before, maybe because it's 2020 and anything can happen, you may feel it for the first time. So I wanted to talk about this so we can get some coping strategies in place and tackle it head on because I'm sure some of us may experience it differently or more intensely due to the additional stress of COVID this year. So anytime depression or just mental health struggles in general pop up in conversation, I feel like there's always that one person who's like, oh, you have depression? Have you tried exercising? And we know deep down that exercise can help ease the symptoms of depression and the winter blues, but what about the times when it's so crippling, it's hard to get out of bed, let alone make it to your 5.30 exercise class? I've dealt with my fair share of seasonal affective disorder or SAD, and when it comes to fitness goals, Nothing seems to make them seem more out of reach than a good old episode of the SADS. So I wanted to give you my tips for combating seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression while keeping your fitness goals in sight. And to get it out of the way, my first tip really is to move and sweat. Now, I'll be the first to admit that if I'm not able to complete my scheduled workout to a T, I act like it isn't worth doing at all. It seems silly when I say it out loud, but sometimes our minds make these decisions for us before we have time to stop and really think about them. So if you aren't able to do your intended workout, try to do something. If you lift weights and can't fathom the thought of lifting anything heavy, try to get through your normal warm up and see how you feel after that or try to just lift some lighter weights to still get your muscles warm. If lifting any weight is out of the question, you could try some light cardio, like a group exercise class or swimming. And obviously, like I mentioned, this is a podcast companion to a blog post that I have. So obviously those would be my non-COVID suggestions. 
but there are lots of trainers right now who teach classes over Zoom. So let me know if you need any suggestions for that. I'm happy to promote some trainers who I think are doing a good job with that. And then on the days that you can't even make it to the gym or if you're not back into the gym yet, you could try a yoga or a cardio video on YouTube or just go for a walk around your neighborhood. Something a little less intense or with a lower intensity may be more doable for you on those days. Any movement is going to be beneficial, so don't underestimate a walk or some basic stretching. My next tip is to eat nutritious food. Now, binge eating is a common side effect of depression, and it can feel even more comforting to eat more during the colder months, especially carb-heavy foods. I know, at least for me, sometimes just the thought of standing long enough to cook a meal can feel exhausting. So try to keep some nutritious, minimal prep foods on hand to eat during these times, like trail mix with lots of nuts and seeds, popcorn, apples, oatmeal, and hummus with veggies. And then when you are able to cook, eat as many nutritious foods as you can. And that's not to say that it's bad to eat less nutritious food. You know that here we believe food isn't moral, so don't deprive yourself. But I think it's always good to just be aware of what your diet looks like as a whole and to make sure you're getting some nutrients in there. Plus, there are certain nutrients that can help to alleviate or reduce some of the symptoms of depression. So foods like broccoli, carrots, spinach, and sweet potatoes contain beta carotene. Blueberries, oranges, peppers, and tomatoes contain vitamin C. Nuts and seeds contain vitamin E. And oily fish, egg yolks, and orange juice contain vitamin D. And just to go back to carbs for a second, carbohydrates are linked to serotonin, which is one of the mood-boosting chemicals in the brain. And sometimes carb cravings may be a result of low serotonin. So that's why it's important that we learn to listen to our bodies and learn to be more in tune with the signals they're sending us. If you're craving carbs, your brain might need a serotonin boost. So by all means, enjoy your carbs, but try to get some complex carbs in there, like whole grains, fruits and vegetables, along with your cookies and cake or whatever it is. For me, it's cereal. And if you can combine them into one super snack, even better. All right, tip number three, keep your eye on the prize. Don't let your current feelings push you away from the goals you've been working toward. You already know what I'm going to say, but using a planner or a journal to physically take down thoughts and emotions and check off to-dos can give you a place to vent, express yourself, and stay organized. So it's nice for when your brain gets a little foggy and forgetful. And here you can write motivational messages to yourself to remind you to stick with it. You can log your workouts in there too, and obviously the journal aspect. 
And I know sometimes you'll have writer's block or just not know what to write about. And that happens to me too. And so lately I've been starting out my journaling with a short list of things I'm grateful for that day. And that's really helped me to reframe my thoughts and come back to the reality and to the present so I can ground myself again. I know it sounds corny and you're probably like, I never forget what I'm grateful for, but you do. I promise you do. But if writing isn't your style, feel open to expressing yourself in other ways that you do like. So be it music, art, whatever else that can put your focus on something that feels therapeutic to you. Sometimes in bad bouts, even these things won't spark joy, but try to do them anyway. Even a few minutes of not feeling empty or down can brighten your day. And speaking of light, my next tip is to light up your life. A big reason many people experience seasonal depression is due to the lack of sunlight and therefore vitamin D during the winter. And using light therapy can help to simulate or mimic natural light to treat seasonal depression. And this is more accessible than you might think. You can buy light therapy lamps online or locally, so you can start on it as soon as possible. Starting your days with some light therapy might help to ease your sad symptoms. And this one, I gotta admit, I haven't tried for myself yet, but there is science behind this, so I feel comfortable suggesting it to you. And we just talked about these lights in the Facebook group, so if you're interested and you need some recommendations, check out that thread. But if one of these lights isn't feasible for you right now, natural light is, of course, just as good, if not better. So if you're able to, try to spend as much time outside as you can to reap the benefits of the sun. Even if it's just a short walk in the morning or on your lunch break, any time in the sun could be helpful. And most of us are out of sunlight by the end of our workday. I know I am at least. So get it when you can and how you can. And my last tip for today is don't give up on yourself. Don't let your inner critic tell you you are lazy or unworthy of your goals because you're going through a bout of depression or for any reason. Be gentle with yourself and let yourself feel those emotions. Allowing yourself this grace doesn't make you weak. In the end, it'll make you stronger because of these extra obstacles. Weather your storms as strongly as you can, and don't shame yourself into thinking you should be doing more. Remember, don't should yourself. And then enlisting others to boost you up and hold you accountable during these times can also be vital. And that's a huge reason I started the Live a Little Collective to begin with. I wanted to create a collaborative space for us all to be there for and motivate each other. So if you haven't joined us there yet, I of course highly encourage you to. We'd love to have you. But even camaraderie can't take the place of professional mental health assistance. Nothing can take the place of therapy or medication, and I'm not in any way suggesting any of this as an alternative to that. So if you need help, 
please see counseling as a form of necessary health care that you deserve. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I've been talking about my current experience with therapy, and you deserve that too if you need it. And if you missed the episode where I mentioned this, my therapist sees me for free. So even if cost is what's keeping you from seeking help, I urge you to keep looking. It's not a lost cause. I had been looking for someone that offered a sliding scale for a while, and I even looked into some of the virtual therapy sites, and even their sliding scale prices were still a little expensive for me right now. But then my husband helped me by reaching out to different local offices, and the guy I see now reached out and said that he sees people pro bono. So just know that there are options for you. It's not hopeless no matter what your situation is. So don't deny yourself relief or treatment. Seasonal depression affects about 5% of the population, so you're nowhere near alone in this. So before we wrap up, I wanted to talk a little bit about shopping for the holidays. You guys know I've been trying to give as many individual shout outs to small businesses as I can, but today I wanted to talk about them as it relates to the upcoming holidays. Small businesses have really taken a hit this year as a result of the pandemic, and as much as I hate it when people say now more than ever about the pandemic, it really is so important now more than ever to support them. And the best thing you can do is to build a wish list and buy the gifts that you'll be gifting from these small shops. And it doesn't even have to be something physical. Instead of buying gift cards for Amazon or something like that, buy a gift card from a local restaurant or a local business instead. I know it can be hard depending on where you live, but I think if you take some time and look around a little, you may be surprised. I'm from a super small town and there's still a few small businesses and independent creators there that deserve the support. But if you do live somewhere small or rural, remember shopping small isn't limited to storefronts. There's tons of online sellers too. And some of the best gifts I've ever given have been from Etsy. And with that, just keep in mind that shipping can be slow right now. So if you're able to, try to buy sooner rather than later. That's going to be your best bet. I know that isn't possible for everyone, but if you can, I recommend doing so. So you're not stressing over whether it'll come in on time and you won't be overwhelming the business. I know Amazon is tempting because they make it so easy, especially if you have Prime and you get the two-day shipping, but I try to think of it like I'm giving two gifts, one to the person I'm buying for and one to the business owner. And right now, small businesses need our help. We've all had a rough year, but these people have really taken a hit. And I've heard that even Instagram is limiting and essentially blocking certain hashtags, which of course affects small businesses in terms of visibility. So be sure to share your favorites on social media and give them some support before the holidays that way too. Word of mouth is big. 
So those have been my tips for coping with seasonal depression and my suggestions for how and why to support small businesses as the holidays approach. I hope you found this episode valuable, and if you did, I would so appreciate it if you left a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more people find the podcast, which helps our collective to grow, and that's the real goal here. So review the pod, share the pod, invite your friends to the collective on Facebook. You can also follow the show on Instagram at livealittlepod. And share to your Instagram stories and tag me when you're listening. That's always really cool and encouraging for me to see. And again, I know the holidays are coming up, but if you are able to give some monetary support to the show and would like to do so, you can join the Patreon. If you don't know what that is, Patreon is a platform that gives content creators a subscription service. So your five bucks a month will help me to make better content more often for you. Right now, my first goal is to upgrade from doing virtually everything on my phone to a new laptop. So join the Patreon if you can. That helps to support the show as well. Also, now that we've tested out a few pieces of merch, I think we're getting pretty close to being able to get that store live for you so you can add that stuff to your Christmas list as well. I've just got a few more things I'm waiting on, so hang in there with me just a little longer. We're almost there. But again, I'm overwhelmed by the support I've gotten from that. I'm so glad you love our new aesthetic and design. I think it's perfect for us, and it just makes me happy when I see it. So that's enough for today. We'll leave it here. Everything I mentioned is linked in the show notes for you, as always. So connect with me, join the collective, and I'll chat with you next week. Bye!